Blog Talk Radio. With your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Alright, 
see, I see the mother come on the stage. One of the mothers out of town one, so we're going to meet and greet her. You see, I'm, I'm going to holler that microphone a little bit, too, no doubt about it. And that's a great thing. So we meet one of the mothers out of camp one. Well, our voice is that. Mother E, one of the mothers out of camp one. Got five pieces that see right. That mother, that mother, but I may not be mother. Really. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. If that you mother, he said y'all be. I mean, I I see so many memos on the table and everything. If that you mother, he said, Hallelujah, y'all I know that you. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, all right, all right. that's uh, Sister B.S.J. Israel. Oh, okay, hallelujah, that's Sister B.S.J. Israel. All right, hey, we'll get something going on, and when those that are ready to come on stage to holler in that microphone get the pad, we'll get at them too, no doubt about it. So, Elder, look right down at Matthew chapter 10, verse 19. Let's get something going on on take 101. Elder Yahweh Israel, Matthew chapter 10, verse 19, what did it say to Elder? Book of Matthew, chapter 10, verse number 19 reads, but when, they, but when they deliver you up, take no thought out of what you shall speak, which shall be given you in that same hour what you shall speak. Hey, and at that, remember one thing, see, and that's what, that's what we're trying to tell them, all of the sixty on the camp from South Carolina all the way down to Chicago. You're going to be tried and tested. Take a deep breath and remember one thing. You're going into the Bible. Your strength is not winning a bump of garden contest because he goes, if you is on the right side of the book, he's going to always deliver you according to Luke chapter 12, verse 12. What does that have to help? Look at Luke chapter 12. Verse number 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. In that very same hour, the righteous spirit will teach you. See, you got to believe that. If you believe that, that means whatever this book is open, you go directly and take care of this business. No doubt about it. And that's that. And we see... Uh,
Detroit to Springfield to Kankakee and Chicago. You got to believe this book. How's your health? How you feeling? Listen, you got to put down the king's meat. You put the king's meat down, listen, the Bible tell you, check it out, you put the king's meat down in, in the book on, hold on that point. Let, let me check it out. This is WCC said. See, what about the king's meat? Hold that. Hey, hey daughter Yahweh, let's talk about the king's meat real quick. Hey, hey, hold that for a minute. Let me check out the WCC real quick. In the book of Daniel chapter 1, verse $3, verse $16, let's get it out the way. Let me check out a WCC because they, they have been kind of a little nice. They haven't been cutting the broadcast off too fast. And um, so right now they all right, but we know one thing. They still a snake, but, you know, understand one thing. There it is. So now in Daniel chapter 1, 3 down to verse 16, can you uh, help the WCC out? World Council of Churches, 500 million members about what we're talking about. Daniel chapter 1, 3 down to verse 16. Take care of that daughter, y'all. Come on. Daniel chapter 1, verse 3 through 16. Verse 3 reads, And the king spake unto Aspenai, the master of his eunuch, that he should bring certain of the children of Israel and of the king's seed and of the prince, children in whom was no blemish, but well-favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace in whom they might teach the learning in the tongue of the Chaldeans. Verse 5. And the king appointed them a daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine which he drank, so nourishing them three years that at the end thereof they might stand before the king. Now among these were the children of Yahweh Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Verse 7. Unto whom the prince of the eunuchs gave name. For he gave unto Daniel the name of Belshazzar, and to Hananiah of Shadrach, and to Mishael of Meshach, and to Azariah of Abednego. Verse 8. But Daniel proposed in his mind that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank of the eunuchs, that he might not defile himself. Verse 9. Now, YHWH Yahweh had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. Verse 10. And the prince of the eunuchs said unto Daniel, I fear my Yahweh the king, who have appointed your meat and your drink. For why should he see your faces worse likening than the children which are of sort, of your sort, then ye make me endanger my head to the king. 
said Daniel to Melza, whom the prince of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, and Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Verse 12. Prove thy servant, I beseech thee, ten days, and let them give us posts to eat and water to drink. Verse 13. Then let our palm before you, and the countenance of the children that eat of the portion of the king's meat. And as thou seest, deal with thy servant. Verse 14. So he consented to them in this matter and proved them ten days. Verse 15. And at the end of ten days, their countenance appeared fairer and fatter in all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. Verse 16. Thus Melzar took away the portion of their meat and the wine that they should drink and gave them post, which is vegetables. Mm-hmm. So you see, the children of the book understand one thing. The reason why we got feed you, what they feed the chicken, the cow, and the hog today, that's what causing you to have problems with diseases in your body. And that's why you got them in the hospital today. That's why I know the end from the beginning. He's called in 46, 9 through 11. See, you got to get away from that falsehood. And that falsehood, he said, no. What did he say? You got to get away from that wine. He said, wine is you drinking and thinking you can go get you some good chicken, cow, and hog, and think you still going to make it. No, you don't have problems. So you got to flush all that stuff out. He, he just gave an example showing you about 10, 11 days, and look at the one that you gave that chicken, hog, and, and that cow to. He said, God, no. But imagine if you go on a 90-day, a 90-day, fast from chicken, hog, and cow, and watch how you detox your body from all that garbage and eat just green food only, and all the rest of you can take care of that. You'll pull all that garbage out of your system, then you have to eat. All thing you do with God cook is wave him and go on about his business. Huh? You got to detox yourself. 90 days. You got to leave the king's meal off. His hog, his shrimp, catfish, lobster. Leave the king's meal off for 90 days. And don't drink his wine. Now give me a precept on that daughter on this wine. And, uh, Take that from Hey, daughter, give me a precept on, on this wine. You got to don't be dragging the world's wine. Let's get a precept on that, then we're going back with our elders. And we see uh, Sister Sarah also is going to holler that microphone with the two we'll bring on shortly. So now, let's find out. See, Daniel wanted to find us that with the king's wine. What kind of wine is this that we can precept to? Mike, chapter 2, verse 11. What 
Holy Spirit, that daughter Yahweh, what is saying in Micah 2 11 about this wine that we got to stay away from all these other nations? Wine. What is that wine? Come on. Micah chapter 2, verse 11. If a man walking in the spirit and falsehood do lie, saying, I will prophesy unto you of wine and of strong drinks, he shall even be the seer of his people, of this people. Yeah, he'll be he'll be a teaching a pastor, or he'll be a teaching a pastor in this case. Yeah, he's gonna be your overseer. He's gonna be your teacher and your pastor. That drinking that wine, if you think you can eat a eat a big piece of chicken, cow, and hog, and still be checked out okay, no, you gotta be topped on all of that. Ninety days. If you do ninety days. Then go back and look and then learn how to preach up your Bible and help your parents with brains that get a little slow now. All you have to do is learn how to preach up the Bible. And guess what? That's the, how you exercise your brain by showing them, hey, hey, mom, hey, daddy, hey, uncle, what a name. You see that verse right there? You got a precept after that verse right there. Now, if you figure out that precept verse, guess what? Guess what you exercise? You believe. So that, that'll turn out. Our time, old time, what they call it, it'll start exercising your brain, and your brain will get sharper through the precepts of the Bible. You got it? So don't just all of a sudden let a doctor tell you where, you, where your parents and your, they don't got old now, they don't got sin now, all they ain't got sin now, listen to you and that wine that you've been giving them, that falsehood. All right, that's very nice. Let's see, we, um, of course, Sister Sarah, make sure she's. Don't hide that microphone. Let's see if Sister Sarah is. Sister Sarah. Sister's out of Camp 1. Yaqua, be there, see right. Yaqua, bless you, Sir Israel of C. Roy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, all right. So we were like, we got it. pretty good. Now, here yeah, we can get on back. Now, WCC, now, now, now go to one that listen broadcast now. Sit down. We'll talk at that. The children of Israel, listen, if you want to help your parents, take them off the king's meat 90 days and watch the difference, how their body come back. All that bacteria, all that stuff, you you know what? All you got to do is tell us enough, something real quick. Just find out what they feed them somewhere on your little internet. What they feed the chickens now? What they feeding the cows now? What they feed the chicken, the cow, and the hog now, you'd be surprised what they feed them now. That's why you sick. That's why you got to always have Doc Cook working on you, making his check trip along. Leave the king's meat alone for 90 days and watch the chick come back in your body. You got it? Good. All right. Now, enough of that now, okay? Now, back to El. Now, El, Yahzai Israel, and Barat. I'm, I'm concentrating on verse 10. That's what I want. And um, Sister Sarah have me the first book of Maccabees, chapter 2, 42 down to verse 48. Had that waiting on Now, El, in Sarah chapter 2, 1 down to verse 10. Can you help those say off? Because something I'm looking for is letting you know one thing. If you get this man right, he got a perfect record on delivering you. Let's talk about it. Sirach 2, 1 down to verse 10. Israel, come on. Book of Sirach, chapter 2, verse number 1 through 10 reads, 
Look at Sarat chapter 2, verse number 1. A son, if thou come to serve Yahweh, prepare yourself for temptation. Verse number 2. Set your mind on right and constantly endure and make not haste in time of trouble. Verse number 3. Cleave unto him and depart not away that thou mayest be increased at thy last end. Verse number 4. Whatsoever is brought upon thee, take cheerfully and be patient when thou art changed to a low estate. Verse number 5. But gold is tried in the fire, and acceptable men in the furnace of adversity. Verse 6. Believe in him, and he will help thee. Order thy way aright, and trust in him. Verse 7. You that fear Yahweh, wait for his mercy, and go not aside, lest you fall. Verse number 8. You that fear Yahweh, believe him, and your reward shall not fail. Verse number 9. You that fear Yahweh, hope for good, and for everlasting joy and mercy. Verse number 10, look at the generation of old and see, did ever any trust in Yahweh and was confounded, or did any abide in his fear and was forsaken, or whom did he ever despise that exalt that called upon him? He's a, he's a first director. He's a show me. Anyone in anybody's book, when you had me write the YHWH man, show me where you come up short at. I, I, I even made a claim to you what I should do. Matter of fact, you get a preacher on that hill. I made a claim what I can do. I mean, I got a written in my book of Exodus, what I can do. I got a written in Exodus 23, exactly what I can do. And Exodus 23, he show me. When you got me right, I didn't get you right. Show it to me. That's what you want to know. Show it to me. So now, uh, oh, I got to write this verse down. I ran into a verse. I just got to write it down. I got to write this book, this verse down. You you always running to something on the way up or something. So I'm about to write this verse down because it's going to come up probably in this lesson right here. I'm just going to make, make a little note of it. Sometimes you find something on the way of finding something, and you got to stop and just write it down. That's what I say, you know, got to write it down. So now, in the 23rd chapter, he makes a profound statement. He says, show it to me where I didn't get you right, when you had him right. This is what the man saying. This is what he's saying, Phil. He's saying in the 23rd chapter, he makes up a final statement on what kind of power he got in Exodus 23, 25. What do you say in 23, 25, A.O.? The book of Exodus 23, verse 25 reads, And you shall serve Yahweh your Yahweh. You shall bless thy bread, thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. He say you do what? He say you take it away from you. He say you purchase, snatch that sickness out you. He says you got me right, I'll snatch it out of you. He don't be bumming around this thing when you when you serve Yahweh the way this Bible tell you to do it. If you got a problem, Yahweh say I, I snatch. You ain't got to be running seeing Doc Cook about nothing. He say I take it away from you. 
look at the Latter Day Saints. Sierra, can you give me a precept on that? Yeah, we give you a precept on that. That what you want. So now, if you let you know, if you if you want follow all around, you always sick all the time because you got to make sure you line up with this Bible. You got the empty picture, you, know, you got problems because you ain't remember. He said, "I can take sickness away from you." Get a lot of these things out of out of Utah. A a precept, elder. Give me the seven chapter verse fifteen of Deuteronomy. Let's see what we're talking about. Seven verse fifteen. The book of Deuteronomy chapter seven. Mm-hmm. Book of Deuteronomy chapter seven, verse number fifteen reads: Yahweh will take away from thee all sickness. Will put none of these evil diseases of Egypt, which thou knowest upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that hate you. You see that? So now, Yahweh just explained you what a sickness is. It is an evil disease. A sickness is an evil disease. He said, I will let none of this happen to you if you get me right, I'll. Take away the evil disease. So when you're sick and all, you got to understand one thing. You got to tap on your back, though. Now, the same man right there called a four-level man, he came in the blood. In the ninth chapter of Matthew. And listen what he said when he came in the blood. Now, he's going to tell you what an evil disease is. He's going to tell you in right. See, do you believe the Bible? This is the greatest piece of literature there is. Well, what's wrong with you now? Well, I'm sick. You, you always something wrong with you. Maybe you gotta check yourself before you wreck yourself. If you're sick, it's an evil disease. That what you say. Now here we come into the flesh. In the ninth chapter, you know, see we, let's see what happens nine, one, two, and three. Let's see what he called the evil disease. Let's see what he called the evil disease. Matthew nine, one, two, three. Book of Matthew, chapter 9, verse number 1, verse number 2, verse number 3 reads. Book of Matthew, chapter 9, verse number 1 reads. And he entered into a ship and passed over and came into his own city. Verse number 2. Behold, they brought to him a man sick of the palsy, lying on a bed. Yahweh, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy, Son. Be of good cheer. Thy sins be forgiven thee. Verse number three. And behold, certain of the tribes said within themselves, This man blasphemy. Ain't that something? They didn't say it burly out their mouth. They thought it in their mind. But see, Yahweh can read your mind. Do you hear what Yahweh just called a sickness? Sin. 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 So you see what you just call that disease? Sin. Now, what's the biblical definition of sin? First John, chapter 3, 3, 3, 4, 8 down to verse 10. So you see, you got to be prepared six and on the camp. You don't know what's going to come, how it's going to come up. If the actual precept, suck it up, give a precept, and, and get on down the road. So we find out one thing. You run around, you spend all that money with Doc Cook. Listen, you ain't got to be spending that money with Doc Cook. Why don't you do why don't you do the Bible the way the Bible is written and then 
trust in him, and he said, I will take sickness away from you. Because if you think it's sin, Yahweh called it a sin. That's what he called it. The disease is a sin. The sick is a sin. That's what he said. Now, what the hell? 1 John 3, 3, 4, 8 down to verse 10. The book of 1 John, chapter 3, verse number 3 and 4, verse number 8 through 10 reads. Book of 1 John 3, verse number 3. Never man that have this hope in himself. Purify himself, even as he is pure. Verse number 4. Whosoever committed sin, transgress also the law. For sin is a transgression of the law. Verse number 8. He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the son of Yahweh will manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Verse number 9. Whosoever is born of Yahweh does not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him. And he cannot sin because he is born of Yahweh. Verse number 10. And this, the children of Yahweh are manifest, and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of Yahweh. He that loveth not his brother. You said, and you don't know your brother said, when you ain't doing righteousness, you're not of Yahweh. See, that's what he's saying. Now, give me a precept over there in 625 of Deuteronomy. So you see, see the Bible will answer all the questions. So examine yourself. Hey, examine yourself. Hide your spirit. You got the woe with me spirit? Why don't you why don't you try the Bible and then you can well y'all part the kids in He said now, you know, you hate your brother. That's the thing, hating your brother. You know? So now we're gonna find out how you do right. All you do is up your Bible? Six twenty five. Let's just say, uh you know, what's saying six twenty five do the wrong. How do you how do you do right? How can I do right? Oh, I'm right, I'm right. Are you right? Oh, yeah? Let's find out the biblical definition of being right. You can find out. Now, do you line up with this or not? 625, what does it say there? Look at Deuteronomy 6, verse 25 reads, This should be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before Yahweh, our Yahweh, as he have commanded us. You see that? What is the commandment is to do the law, statutes, and commandments. Now, if you're doing the law, statutes, and commandments, then you ain't got the one opportunity to tell you in 322 of 1 John. That you, now, examine yourself. If you're doing the law, statutes, and the commandments, then guess what Yahweh got written? And 1 John 322, then, if you're doing it, look what he got written. What he got written there? The book of 1 John 3. Verse number 22 reads, Book of 1 John, chapter 3, verse number 22. And whatsoever you act, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments, and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. You see that? He said, now ask me something. He said, you keep his law, statutes, and commandments. He said, now ask me something now. Now ask me, because that's how you get his attention. Now ask me something. 
Then, uh, I know you're holding something there, Sister Sarah, but put a mark there. I want to go to the 26th chapter and look at 15 down to verse 19 and do the run. See, now you untied leadership hands. When you're taking care of business, then leadership can go to the throne and make, make a profound statement. In the 26th chapter, uh, Sister Sarah, let's see what it says in 15 down to verse 19. Let's see what's going on that we can read. We in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 26, 15 down to verse 19. So now if you got if you align with all these things, then those fear can go and put a petition in for you. Let's see what's going on in 15 down to verse 19 in the 26, 26th chapter of Deuteronomy. Sister Sarah, you're on the clock. The world listening. Come out. Going to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 26, reading 15 through 19. 15 reads, Look down from thy righteous habitation from heaven, and bless your people from Israel. Bless your people, Israel, and the land which thou hast given us. And thou swearest unto our fathers, a land that flow with milk and honey. 16. The day of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, hath commanded you, to do these statutes and judgments. Thou shalt therefore keep and do them with all your mind and with all your soul. 17. Thou hast avouched the Yahweh this day to be thy Yahweh and walk in his ways and to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments and to hearken unto his voice. 18. And the Yahweh have avouched thee this day to be his peculiar people, special people, as he hath promised you, and that thou shouldest keep all his commandments. 19. And to make you high above all nations, which he hath made in praise, and in name, and in honor, and in that thou mayest be a righteous people unto the Yahweh your Yahweh, as he hath spoken. Is it? See, now leadership can go to the throne and put a petition in for you. Because he has made you, like that word called material, but Sister Sarah cleans it up real good. It means special, but then now a case of seat to come in, the Roman Catholic Church out of New York. No, that means material. No, it doesn't mean material. All you have to do is preach up your Bible. Let's preach up that, uh, daughter. Let's go to that 7, verse 6. And Deuteronomy show you that the word material means this word when you preach up your Bible. Deuteronomy 7, verse 6, what it means. Matter of fact, the Bible is going to make a little meal. I'll take it on down to verse 8. But 7, verse 6, I'll show you that that word material means this word in 7, verse 6 of Deuteronomy. What is that, Sister Sarah? Come on. Going to the book of Deuteronomy, reading chapter 7, reading verses 10, I mean 6 through 10. Verse 6 reads, For thou art a righteous people unto the Yahweh your Yahweh. The Yahweh thy Yahweh have chosen you to be a special people unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. 7. 
Yahweh did not set his love upon you nor choose you because you were more in number than any people, for you were the fewest of all people. Eight, but because Yahweh, but because the Yahweh loved you, and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your father, how the Yahweh brought you out a uh, brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondage from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Nine, know therefore that the Yahweh, your Yahweh, he is Yahweh, the faithful Yahweh, which keep covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Ten, and repay them that hate him to their faith to destroy them. He will not be slack to him that hate him. He will repay him to his faith. Mm-hmm. He's going to get you. He's going to get you. He's going to do my part with you, but you cannot deviate from your part. Read verse 8 again. Uh, uh, yeah, read verse 8 again. Uh, I heard something in verse 8. What does it say in verse 8 again? Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 8 reads, But because Yahweh loved you, and because he will keep the oath which he has sworn unto your fathers, how the Yahweh brought you out of a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondage from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Now, how did, he, how did he bring us out of that land? He said he brought, he brought you out in a mighty hand. I need to preach up on that. He said, he, said, he brought you out with a mighty hand. What kind of, I, I, I need to get a preach up on that one. Then you have to see how to get a preach up. Let's see how, what kind of, how did he bring you out? That, you know, let's depict how he brought you out that we can read in Exodus chapter 19, verse number Let's see with a precept how do you bag you out with a mighty hand. Let's see what kind of mighty hand that Moses depicted in 19 verse 4. What did they say in 19 verse 4 of Exodus? Going to the book of Exodus, chapter 19, verse 4. Verse 4 reads, You have seen what I did unto the Egyptians. And how I bear you on eagle wings and break you unto myself. Eagle's wing. Now you know the eagle's a big present bird. So that eagle, so we know that eagle, he's the boss of the hot sauce and air. So this guy, I don't care, I don't care if a hawk around, I don't care what bird around. When that old eagle show up, everybody gets nervous because he can pick up, he can pick up a human being if they, if they walk a little ginger around. Get the, get the guy with his pants head with down on his end, that he's going to try to re- pull out there and grab you up and take you off into his nest, too. So me walking around all ginger around there, the more big eagles, they can see a long way off, walking around half, you know, showing their back part of your end, and they'll come snap you up, take you to the bird's nest. So, children of Israel, you know, you got a lot of great history. But what it is, you ain't been talking about. He brought you out on eagle's wings. 
The eagle is the baddest thing that flies in the air. You know, that made of blood and blood. That eagle, he'll pick up. If you walk ginger, he come pick you up and take you away. You got it? Good. All right, now, instead of not giving that verse in First Maccabees 2, or they not be saying that. First Maccabees chapter 2, verse 4, 2 down to verse 48. Let's, let's find out something. Something in here, I don't know what's in it, but we're going to find out what's going on in First Maccabees 2, 42 down to verse 48. What did it say that? Oh, Sister Sarah, what did it say? Going to the book of First Maccabees, chapter 2, reading verses 42 through 48. 42 reads, Then came there unto him a company of Assyrians, who were mighty men of Israel, even all such as were voluntary devoted unto the law. 43. Also, all they that fled for persecution joined themselves unto them and were a unto them. 44. So they joined their forces and smote sinful men in their anger and wicked men in their wrath. But the rest fled to the heathen for circles. 45. Then Mattathias and his friends went round about and pulled down the altars. 46. And what children soever they found within the coast of Israel, uncircumcised, those that, those that, wait, those they circumcised violently. 47. They pursued after, also after the proud men and the work prospered in their hands. 48. So they recovered the law out of the hand of the Gentiles and out of the hand of the king. Neither suffered they the sinner to trump. Mm-hmm. Now what's going on with this? So we let you know, sticking on the camp, it's going to happen. All we got to do is get in order. Right now they bumping their heads against the wall now. They know they've been taught wrong on every point. They've been taught about December 25th, uh, that's the day of our Lord Jesus Christ's birthday. They find out that's a lie. They find out that the children of Israel, is, you know, they look like the, the black folks of the Bible. So everything is wrong. So what we telling you sitting on the camp, you got to mind this book and you got to lead by it now. Because right now they bumping their heads right now know they're going to have to come somewhere to get the truth. And we're going to have way six nights a week. And we got the truth. And you hear the truth on any point that comes to the table. So we tell you, get in order. Stop coming around this thing. This thing is called already. Everything here is set. Matter of fact, let me show you everything is set. Let me show you something. Uh, Daughter Yahweh, let's go to the ninth chapter, and we'll look at one down to verse 12 again. Let's see. I want to find out one thing. See, what we started watching that one of our favorite things to happen. Let me tell you something. He got a final word in the book of Daniel that daughter Yahweh, I'm going to bring it out. 
and and we and we need to know this thing. See, we need to, we be, you know, like you go to a movie and you say, well, I'm coming on the end of this movie to see the end of this movie. That same thing. We see we we know the end of this thing. All we need, all we gotta do is watch you and everybody from the page of this book. We gotta be able to watch you. We got we watch everybody, all six camps from the page of the book. That's all we want to watch. Now, go to Yahweh in the seventh chapter. Make that the seventh chapter, brother. I just said everything is called already. I, I need I need to hear that. And Daniel chapter seven. I'll pick it up at verse number nine. Well, not what I want. No. What I want. I'm all over the place right now. Yeah, seven verse nine. Yeah. Take it on down. The verse number twelve. Let's see if it say uh daughter Yahweh, Daniel chapter seven, nine down to verse twelve. What does say that daughter Yahweh? Come on. Daniel chapter seven, verse nine through twelve. Verse nine reads I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the ancient of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and his hair and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery stone, and his wheels as burning fire. Verse 10. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousands, thousands ministered unto him, and 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were opened. Verse 11. And I beheld then because of the voice of the great word which the horn spake. I beheld even till the beast was slain, and his body destroyed, and given to the burning flame. Verse 12. As concerning the rest of the beast, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and time. Season and time. Read verse uh, 10 again, go. Hey, hey God, where is it in verse 10 again? Daniel chapter 7, verse 10. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousand, thousands ministered unto him. And 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. The judgment was set. And the books were opened. Hey, that's something. The judgment was what? Set. Hey, listen, listen to this. This is not a count. This thing is already... It's in motion. Everything is set. You know who's going to fall in, who's going to fall out. But he letting you know, if you're not on the right side of this book, he said, I even think when all the, the powers of the world was kicked in the ring, now you've seen it all. He's just saying it's already set. All we do is Going through the motion, listen, tell me one thing. 
He's telling you uh, plainly in um, St. John 7, verse 6, though. We, 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 we telling you something plain. I know you're not going to pay the seal, no, never mind. But in St. John 7, verse 6, can you make it plain, though? What does it say? St. John, chapter 7, verse 6, reads. Then YHWH, the son of YHWH, the father, said unto them, My time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. You see the man saying, your time is always ready. He said he knew his time, but you don't know your time. So that's why you have to... Make sure you understand what's written in Rock 43, 28, down to verse 30. So listen, you got to understand this thing. Listen, everything's been set. The old's are going to fall out. The old's going to fall in. The old's going to break back out on these. You know about the Ophidian kids? The Ophidians said, listen, we see what's going on, and they came running because they found out that the law that the commander was going on, and they jumped in with that. That would uh put the about your city. And that's how it's gonna happen. You got to keep the law, statutes, and commandments as written, and Yahweh will make his move because it's already been set. We just doing uh um before you read where you're getting ready to read, give me um just five eleven. When we come on the broadcast, all that we all we do on the broadcast is meet the spirit led. And then we'll look at Judges 5 11. Hey, daughter, y'all, what it says in Judges 5 11 for wherever you're going to you get there? What it says in Judges 5 11? Okay, the book of Judges, chapter 5, verse 11 reads They that are delivered from the noise of archers, of archers in, the path, in the places of drawing water. Shall they rehearse the righteous acts of the YHWH Yahqua? Even the righteous acts towards the even the righteous acts towards the inhabitants. Okay. Judges chapter five verse seven. Take a time. Take a time and knock it out, daughter. Gotcha. Judges chapter 5, verse 11. They that are delivered from the noise of archers in the places of drawing water, there shall they rehearse the righteous acts of the YHWH Yahweh, even the righteous acts towards, towards the inhabitants of his villages in Israel. Then shall the people of the YHWH Yahweh go down to the gate. You see that? See, we got to rehearse the righteous act. And after we come on these broadcasts six nights a week, we rehearsing the righteous act, showing you you got to keep these laws, statutes, and commandments. So we come to you, inform you. I know your preacher tell you the laws done away with. But they never tell you the law that been done away with the killing of animals. They'll tell you the moral law is done away with it. See it? They'll tell you, no, we ain't up under the law. We're up under grace. See, they just jack you all up. See? So you get jacked up with that bad teeth. 
the law is still in place, statutes and commandments, and you're going to get to where you want to get to, you have to reflect the law, statutes and commandments. Or you're going to be get jacked up because your preacher going to get jacked up. Yeah? He's going to get, it's already written, the effect to deliver him up. But why would you go be delivered up? Because he's going to be delivered up. Listen, you ain't getting to the kingdom on earth unless you're keeping the law, statutes, commandments as it's written. You're going to be gone along with your preacher in the bottom of the lake of fire. The can you say? So now, now give me, now give me whatever you give me to read, Sirach 43. This is what he tell you in Sirach 43, 28 down to whatever, a couple of verses down to end. Look what he say. Now, he, remember, the angel come out of heaven. The angels came directly to the seer. And he looked at the seer, eyeball to eyeball, Sirach. And he told him something. Listen to what he said in 43, 28, 9, 30, on down to a little, a little sharp close. What do you say, Sirach chapter 43, verse 28 through 30. Verse 28 reads, How shall we be able to magnify him? For he is great above all his works. Verse 29. The YHWH Yahweh is terrible and very great, and marvelous is his power. Verse 30, when you glorify the YHWH Yahweh, exalt him as much as you can, for even yet will he far exceed. And when you exalt him, put forth all your strength, and be not weary, for you can never go far enough. Don't get weary. He said, when you exalt your mighty one, give it all you got. Because you can never go far enough. Oh, well, I've done enough. I'll, no, do more. Well, I do more. I don't care what we taught on yesterday. What about today? Huh? Ain't going to do it yesterday. I got to give it all I got today. That's why he made it plain. I got to give a preach up on that, dog. Let's go to Psalms 95. I need a precept on that. See, that's why we got to uh, exalt him today. Don't look at how much seniority you got, how long you've been around. No, no, it wasn't like that. Look at what you've done today. So he makes it plain about that word called today, dog. What he said we can read in the 95th chapter of the book of Psalms, we can look at verse number Six. Sit down to verse 11. Hey, daughter, daughter Yahweh, what is said in Psalms 95, 6 down to verse 11? What is said there, daughter? Psalm chapter 95, verse 6 through 11. Verse 6 reads, O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the YHWH Yahweh, our maker. Verse 7, for he is our YHWH Yahweh, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, verse 8, 
Heart not your mind, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. Verse 9, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Verse 10, 40 years long was I grieved with this generation and said, it is a people that do error in their mind, and they have not known my ways. Verse 11. Unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my wrath. Yeah. Now you see, you see what you see in your head? He said, These people are L in their brain. He said, But I don't swear. When I raise everybody up, I'm going to raise them up just to bond them in the back. That's how Yahweh operates. See, that's why I tell you today when you hear his voice. Hard not to hear. Don't hide don't your hear when you hear his voice. You don't, don't get caught in your spirit. Don't hide your head. Now, in another thing, like I said again earlier about you, your, your loved ones that's up in age, and they got to go see Doc Cook, and he give them all kind of brain fog, medicine, everything. No, I need no I do is not just read the Bible, I'll preach up your Bible. Now, you see that second one said there? That was a thousand B.C. A thousand years later, Paul came back and pulled that verse. Paul pulled that verse. Now, if you get your, your parents that got any kind of slight uh, memory kind of not getting right, tell me you got to exercise that brain. How you exercise your brain, preach up the Bible. That's all you got to do. You preach up the Bible because, remember, if that statement says that, it says somewhere else, too. If you read from the right side of the book, it says on the left side of the book. But for you to understand that, you got to work. That brain start working, exercising that brain. Now, what is, now, who picked up on that a thousand years later? Dolly Yahweh, I was going to third chapter of Hebrew, including for the children of Israel, the Israelites. We're going to find out something. We're going to look at 7, 9, and verse 13. See, when you precept your Bible, guess what you're working with? You're making your brain get sharp. You're exercising your brain if you precept. But if you're in a ministry, all they're doing is reading the Bible and talking that smack. You and your parents and everybody else in your little world are going to stay uh, busy and doc cooking, getting a bottle of some white pills that they all made up and stuff their pockets in. But if you want your parents to be all right, or your loved ones, or your friends, your relatives, give them a nice fruit basket that's written in Jeremiah and written in Amos, and, and show them how to precept the Bible from the precept. Yeah, brain, I remember that verse over here. What you're doing? You're looking at your brain. Now watch this. In the book of Hebrews 7, out of verse 13. Matter of fact, take it out of verse 15. What it says, daughter, um, Hebrews chapter 3, 7 out of verse 15. What does that say, daughter? Hebrews chapter 3, verses 7 through 15. Verse 7. Wherefore, as the righteous spirit says today, if you will hear his voice, hearten not your mind as in a provocation. In the day of temptation in the wilderness. Verse 9. 
When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my work for the years. Verse 10. Wherefore I was grieved with that generation and said, They do always error in their minds, and they have not known my ways. Verse 11. So I swear in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. Verse 12. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil mind of unbelief in departing from the living YHWH Yahweh. Verse 13. But exhort one another daily while it is called today. Least any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Verse 14. For we are made partakers of YHWH, the son of YHWH, the father. If we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. Verse 15. While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your mind as in the provocation. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me uh, 17 on verse 19. So you see the man saying, you can listen. Don't harden your head. When you hear his voice, but we're going to find out how do I hear his voice today. We'll find out in a minute. We're going to find out. We'll let the Bible tell you how you hear his voice today. We're going to find out in life. Oh, you got to remember one thing. Yes, you can hear the Almighty's voice today. But you got to find out from the Bible how do you hear his voice today. We'll find out in a minute. Read 17 down to verse 19, dog. Hebrews chapter 3, verses 17 through 19. Verse 17 reads, But with whom was he grieved 40 years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? And to whom swear he that should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not? Verse 19. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Hey, that's not... You see the man saying, so you see what going to keep us from getting there? Unbelief is going to keep you from getting to where you got to get to. If you don't believe nothing else, believe this Bible. Precept the Bible and believe the Bible. Now, the question on the table, well, how do I hear his voice today? That's a good question. How do you hear his voice today? Let's see what the scripture says in 13, chapter, verse 26 and 27, there, darling, in the book of Acts. Let's find out how do you hear his voice today? I wonder how do you hear the Almighty's voice today? Let's see if we find out that we can read. Let's go to Acts 13, 26, and 27. How do I hear the Almighty's voice today? Let's find out. Acts 13, 26, 27. What is that, dog? Acts chapter 13, verse 26 and 27. Verse 26 reads, Men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham 
and whosoever among you feareth the YHWH Yahweh. In you is the word of this salvation sent. 27. For they that dwell at Yahweh Judah and their rulers, because they knew him not, nor yet the voices of the seers, which are read every Sabbath day. They have fulfilled them in condemning him. Oh, wait a minute, though. You mean you would hear Yahweh's voice coming out of who every Sabbath day? The seers. What, what's that Bible saying? You, you mean that Bible said that? Read that again. Acts chapter 13, verse 27. For they that dwell at Yahweh Judah and their rulers, because they knew him not, nor yet the voices of the seers, which are read every Sabbath day, they have fulfilled them in condemning him. Hey, you mean you can hear Yahweh's voice every Sabbath Yes. Yeah. That's who we speak to. See, that's one of the greatest mysteries in teaching. Yahweh speaks to the seer for you today. You try, you think he gonna come in and say Jack Chase. He already left you an avenue for you to get it. When you hear the seer's voice on the Sabbath day, you hear Yahweh's voice speaking to him. I know you're not gonna pay him no never mind. But that's gonna cause yourself. All right, let's get let's get some more preachers on that L. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 7. We're going to Jeremiah. Before we go to Jeremiah chapter 7, Elder Yahweh Israel, let's stop at Jeremiah. Let's, let's, let's build his resume up first. Let's see what was his purpose, period. And Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 and 5, Elder, let's get down to 8 down to verse 10. Let's talk about Jeremiah. Let's see what was his purpose of him coming on the scene anyway. Let's see what his uh, act of his mama and father. Let's see who Yahweh got his hand in. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4, 5, 8 and 10. Yahweh is ready. You on the clock? Come on. Look at Jeremiah chapter 1, verse number 4, verse number 5, verse number 8 through 10 reads. Book of Jeremiah chapter 1, verse number 4 reads. Then the word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, verse number 5. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified you. And I ordained you a seer unto the nation. Verse number eight. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, save Yahweh. Verse number nine. Then Yahweh put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And Yahweh said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Verse number 10. Yeah, this day set thee over the nation and over the kingdom to root out, to pour down, and to destroy, and to throw down, to build, and to plant. You see that? So, Jeremiah was raised from the womb. And his job was to patty cake his job was to root out all that garbage. He said, I'll tell you something, Jeremiah. I will sit you over the nation. Jeremiah's fear will sit over the nations in the eyes of Yahweh. 
And we know it says in Malachi 3, verse 6, he don't change. We know it says in Hebrews 13, verse 8, he don't change. So he always got a seer, but they position, of course, to get directly with him. The seer is over the nation. That's how, and that is one of the greatest mysteries in understanding this Bible. Jeremiah's job was set up to tear down all that bad teeth, show you that you get in order, you're coming out of captivity. So the seer is not going to patty cake, patty cake, make no man rich. He's going to tell you what the Bible says. It's up to you. It's up to you. Because um, Jeremiah made another statement. You know, we can read. So that's why we have to be clear. And you got to recognize the times and times. You always got a seer in your midst. It's up to you. You understand what's said? And his job is over the nation and to root out all that bad teaching. And those that got to hear it here, you're going to hear it, and you're going to get in line. Those that don't hear it, you're going to get in line. And that's up to you. You don't hear it, you don't hear it. Now, it was a final statement that was made in the third chapter there. Let's see what was going on that he said that we need to hear. Before you read 30, verse 15 down to 19, I want to make sure we clear about Jeremiah's position. Now, Jeremiah's fear of position. As a matter of fact, write down the 29, verse number 19, at 29, 19. But that ain't what I want. That ain't what I want. I want 17 on the verse 19, but write it down there. Come out, but I'm looking for something else. I want the 28th chapter. That's what I want. 28th chapter with all that's going to be the greatest. We're going to lick them up real good on the mother verse. But in Jeremiah 28, what do you say that we can read in verse number? We'll look at verse number eight and nine. Jeremiah, we're going to Jeremiah. Chapter 28, verse 8 and 9. What is that at? What is that in Jeremiah 28, verse 8 and 9? Book of Jeremiah, chapter 28, verse number 8, verse number 9 reads. Book of Jeremiah 28, verse number 8. The seers that have been before thee, before me, and before thee of old, prophesied both against many countries, against great kingdoms, of war, of evil, and pestilence. Verse number nine. The seer which prophesied of peace, when the word of the seer shall come to pass, then shall the seer be known that Yahweh have truly set him. Uh-huh. So you get the one and all in all about, you know, um, you can get who being sent. You got to tell about the part of the tragedy of the same disease. They got to be clear that you got to get away from all that smooth understanding. Because everybody told me, for warn you about the, the problems you're going to have. The problems you're going to have. Oh, well, we ain't going to teach a lesson smooth. I'm going to teach a smooth lesson, and with time to teach a smooth lesson. Listen, the world is operating 
and they're doing some things again with your chicken cow in your hog. You do some research exactly what they feed your chicken cow in the hog, and you be, and that's why y'all, why I told you to leave the kids me alone. Because you already knew what they're going to do to your chicken, your cow, and your hog. And you love your chicken cow and hog, right? Do the research on how they are raised. Do the research. How they, what they, their diet is. And how they got them chopped all off into uh, dark rooms and stuff like that. You're going to be surprised uh, they, uh, how you can kick and cow in the hall is being raised once you do your research. You're going to be surprised. Huh? So keep that in your mind. You're going to be surprised. Very surprised. Now, go to the 29th chapter, you Now we look at verse 17 down to verse number 20. Now, Jeremiah still talking. 17 down to verse 20. Listen, listen to this. Now, remember, Jeremiah was raised from the womb. He delivered a knockout boat to the southern kingdom. Judah, Benjamin, and Levi, and Simeon. So he says that we can read 29 verse 17 down to verse 20. The book of Jeremiah, yeah. chapter 29. Mm-hmm. Verse number 17 to 20 reads. Book of Jeremiah 29, verse 17. The Savior of hosts, you all I will send upon them the sword, the famine, and the pestilence. It will make them like vile figs that cannot be eaten. They are so evil. Verse number 18. I will persecute them with the sword, with the famine, and with pestilence, which deliver them to be removed to all the kingdoms of the earth, to be a curse, astonishment, Hissing, a reproach among the nations, whether I shall drive them. Verse number 19. Because they have not heard into the, my words, which I sent unto them by my servants, the seers, rising up early and sending them. But ye would not hear, save Yahweh. Verse number 20. Hear ye therefore the word of Yahweh, are ye of the captivity, whom I have sent from Yahweh Judah. To Babylon. Hey, you hit the man, friend. He said, you, you know, you're not going to pay the field on them. So you're going to tell you something. I'll get some of the sweet sleep it is, because I know you're not going to pay old field no mind today. All you're going to do with rehearsal like that, you know you're not going to pay it no never mind. And you know you're going to fuck the kids up. Let me tell you some things. So, there it is. Uh, back up, back up and read first of um, 19... And 18. You can give me an L. Read verse 19, 18. One more again. Come back from 19 and, and kick up the verse number 18. What is that you in the book of Jeremiah 29, verse number 19 reads, Because they have not heard unto my words, save Yahweh, which I sent unto them by my servants, the seers, rising up early and sending them. But you would not hear, save Yahweh. Verse number 18, and I will persecute them with the sword, with famine, and with pestilence, and will deliver them to be removed to all the kingdoms of the earth, to be a curse, an astonishment, a hissing, a reproach among all the nations, whether I, should, whether I have driven them. Thank you. 
You see the man saying, hey, get what's going on today. Hey, you been delivered all over the place.
to get a man to say, I'm the one who got you where you got all them pain. I'm the one who got you got all them problems in your body. That's my doing. You cannot heal it until you get me right. Yeah, you know, you, you give Doc Cook everything you get to hand on. Hey, Doc Cook, uh, how much you need now? Uh, how much you need now? Yeah, he's going to go, he gonna go put him another big bottle of white stuff he'll put together and cause one problem to go to sleep and cause you another problem. You see, you say, look here, ain't nothing going to kill you as long as you sin against me. You keep sinning against me, all is going to be on you. So when you stop sinning against me, I'm going to snatch the sin, all the sickness, away from you. Because if you're sick, you're all stressed out, you got some problems, because you're sinning against me. Mm-hmm. That would be good. That would be good. And now we see our elder. Y'all, elder Mr. came on the scene that, um, that question mark you got there with, with above. Daughter of Yahweh, that's a sister. Uh, BSJ Israel. That's BSJ Israel. That's who that is. That's the um, element of the field. Red above the daughter of Yahweh. That's who that is. That's the BSJ Israel. That's who it is. He said, you know, sooner or later, see, I'm going to get that microphone. I'm going to hide that microphone, too. It's just I've been and hang around a lot of these old Christian pastors and, and all that kind of stuff. Now, I got I to get my act right. I'm going to holler that microphone real soon. It's getting close. So, right there, that's what the BSJ is right. Red above daughter, Yahweh. So, now, the thing I got in, maybe tell you about the ball, kid. My face, you know, maybe he don't even tell you about it. So, I owe the other kids will come on, on stage. So, on stage, you see, is, um, well, you know, I come, come and tell you about what's going on with the broadcast and everything else, whatever Yaqob comes. This is where I hear it and see what Yaqob put on him to tell this national audience over 900,000 plus and count. Hey, Mr. Tim is red. Yaqob, baby, they'll see right. And Yahweh blessed the seed of Israel and seed of Israel. Hallelujah. Yahweh. All right, Jay. Well, we got this product. This product's pretty good. How we own something real good, but we know the Almighty got some on, got some for you to bring to this national audience over 900,000 strong. So, what do you got to say? You give me a chance to give me a nice, good cup of some herbal tea. Time to address this national audience on what they need to know about. Once again, Yaquan bless you, see Israel, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. And it's a pleasure to be among a cast of hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yaquan. And I always say that's a good thing, because in these days, these are very trying days. Many people need the words of Yaquan, but I would like to say the righteous words of Yahweh, because you have many people out there trying to put the word of Yahweh out there and come up another way. And that's the, not the way that you should be taught. 
I think everybody heard me mention about a week or so ago that I accidentally got invited to a, a pastor meeting, 30 pastors. Well, that was, that was quite an experience. But I did find out something today that would probably be interesting to most of us listeners. Why most pastors you talk to don't like to hear about other books or another word. Most of, most of what we say is written in the Bible already. But I'll tell you one thing. They are afraid of that which they don't know. Most of them has been taught in the seminaries about the 66 books have not been brought up in the other words which we are taught. And actually, it's fearful to them. I found that out today. To be taught another word besides that what they were taught. Oh, their minds are definitely turned against trying to learn anything new except the sermons that they were taught, the words they picked up in the seminary, and what they get their tithes from when they run their um, missions in their church. That really surprised me today to find out they're fearful, actually fearful, of picking up another understanding. Well, this is why we have to be aware. By knowing the Bible scriptures and the Bible precepts that we're taught and the voices of the true Israelites, this gives us the knowledge to know that we have those out there that camouflage their evil or confused teachings. And mostly it's confused because they came up another way. And usually over, using overly loud bump the gums contests for righteous learning. This is when they found out they made a mistake. They always want to use that loud bump the gums to get you to be quiet while they take the non-righteous way. Even trying to use the Bible scriptures as verbal weapons against us that know. And they do this most of the time. And if you have a weak precept, they can do it. This is why we welcome and thank all of you for attending our live broadcast of Yaqua's ministry. We come to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, about Yaqua's word, which has been oftenly questioned about how can you guys get this much information out of this one book? And actually, as I said, additional information is fearful to most that already learned it the wrong way. We have taught how to connect the books, your health, foods that you should eat, keeping the Sabbath days. All this is done because you have not. And it's the information you came to seek and to look no further. You found that in the voices of the Trizolites, tribe of Yadav. We're open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. No days for learning at that time is Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. No class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. However, Sabbath class we do have, and the top part of Sabbath is Friday. That class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30, and the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. Also, we have a website address. To use this on any search engine, enter tribeyada.com. And after you click enter, once again, look for tribeyada.com. Dash is right. Doing this will take you to a big line where you'll see some choices. One of the choices will be ties and all. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. 
and the other device you might see menu. But after clicking in, you'll still see choices. Still choose the tithes and offerings in doing so. Remember what it tells all of us to read the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Yahweh, and it's in the people. Give unto the Yahweh glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Yahweh the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves cheerful giving. And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures that are written in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and once again, written in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you, thus says Yahweh Allah. Also, for building a school. At this time, I will say we should have had this school last year with all the misunderstanding that's going out there today. A banquet hall, radio station, and the land to go with health foods we continue to speak of on this program. Also out there, check out the calendar. The calendar is there to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come throughout the year. Also, we have a live program. And to get there, there's time type three words on the search line. Aqua Radio Live on your cell phone, computer, or whatever smart device you have. After clicking it, look for Voices of the True Israelites, Strive God God. Click the red live button as soon as it appears. This way, it'll put you right into a live online broadcast. Also, we have a few numbers you can call with the Aqua Online. The first is our live conference room number, which is 319 527 6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This will be our international number. This is where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six anointed camps of Yahweh's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you once again, you will only hear a discouraging click followed by a downtime. Also, by calling this number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact us here. via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, Announcing many memos, and even now, in addition to that, the Latter day Saints. So please use that international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you'll only hear discouraging downtime. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of our today's program, you can catch the entire recorded show after 9.15 p.m except Fridays. That program time will be repeated after 10.30. To do that, just enter three words on your search line, Yonkwa Radio Live. And when you click enter, look for Voices of the Tours Live. Just choose the program that you are late logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. And also, during a normal broadcast, 
We're also simultaneously transmitting on cell talk, which can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, or computer, even now your smartwatch. Just make sure you've downloaded the cell talk app. We will be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for voices of the Trizzleites, Strive God down. You'll find a room will hold 50 or more listening participants. For Yahweh's Word, we'll also be working for your Bible education. Online there to answer the on-the-table topics we discussed during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with C. Israel, writing a shotgun. And during this time, we'll be taking no comments off-topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And the broad talk ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on account talk. I'll be with you all. But once again, as a reminder, when we're given the scriptures to speak by the seer, remember to be quick to hear and slow to speak so the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh. For doing this, we have to be careful not to make those worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible. But remember to make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. And so we can start to do just that. We'll pass our program back to us here in Israel. And hopefully we have some of those confused preachers listening. And we're going to say, hallelujah, yakwa. All right, well, that was excellent. That was, you can say, get that old little world with you up in there and drive back a little bit. So, you know, now um, anything that's unknown to the system of the world, they don't put a lot of money into going to Moody Bible Institute and all these great uh, theologians places, and they just uh, got their degrees, and they believe they own something They're not on nothing. I mean, because um, the Bible says they ain't on nothing. My fact, Ella, get a couple of verses before you um, um, sit back and cop the mail a little bit. Let's get a couple of verses down there, Hilda, on something that you can think about and pass to them at a time of point. But one thing about those kids, you're great no tech. I love techno. So now, Elder, look at this. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 7, let's, let's talk about, like you said, they, they, they just don't want to. They ain't like the old character commercial saying, we rather fight than switch. I guess they are like <laughs> So Jeremiah 7, let's see if we, we, we put some on the table real quick there. Jeremiah 7, 23 down to verse 28. What did it say that we can read there? L, Jeremiah 7, remember he's raised from the womb to tell a people about something. Jeremiah 7, 23 down to verse 28. What did it say there? L, in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 7, reading verses 23 to verse number 28, says, verse 23, But this thing commanded I them, saying, Oh, obey my voice, and I will be your Yahweh, and you shall be my people. And walk ye in all the ways I have commanded, that it is, that it may be well unto you. 24, but they hearken not, nor incline their ear, but walketh in the counsels 
and in the imaginations of their evil mind, and went backward and not forward. 25. Since the day that your fathers came forth out of the land of Egypt, unto this day I have sent unto you all my servants of the seers, daily rising up early and sending them. 26. Yet they hearkened not unto me, nor inclined their ear, but hardened their neck. They did worse than their fathers. 27. Therefore, Thou shalt speak all these words unto them, but they will not hearken unto thee. Thou shalt also call unto them, but they will not answer thee. 28. But thou shalt say unto them, This is a nation that obeyeth not the voice of the Yahweh, their Yahweh, nor receiveth correction. Truth is perished and is cut off from their mouth. Verse 26 says, Yet they hearkened not unto me, nor inclined their ear, but hardened their neck. They did worse than their fathers. Verse 27. 27. Therefore, thou shalt speak all these words unto them, but they will not hearken to thee. Thou shalt also call unto them, but they will not answer thee. That's good. You see what I'm saying? He said, but, but Jeremiah going to speak the words to him, but really, Jeremiah is speaking his words. See, but they're not going to pay you no mill mind, Jeremiah. But see, this is going to be a witness against them. See, this is going to be a witness against them. See, the seer is speaking... Words that Yahweh put in him to tell those that got it is. But he said, they're not going to pay you no never mind. See the precept on that, El. Jeremiah 13. Take down to verse 10. He said, when, when the seer is speaking, he's not speaking because he just want to hear his voice heard. Yahweh be going to put this in the seer to tell you. What you got to do for Yahweh to live you up? But you don't pay no never mind. But look what, look what Jeremiah had to say. And he had to go address Judah, Benjamin, Levite, and Judah. He had to address what Yahweh told him in the 13th chapter 8 down to verse 10. Listen to this. What did he say to hell? In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 13, reading verses 8 to verse number 10. 8 says, Then the word of the Yahweh came unto me, saying, 9. Thus says the Yahweh, After this manner I will mar the pride of Judah and the great pride of Jerusalem. Yadav. 10. This evil people which refuse to hear my words, which walk in the imagination of their mind, and walk after other Yahweh's to serve them and to worship them, and even be as their girdle, which is good for nothing. Yeah. Remember, Jeremiah is receiving his information. This was his Yahweh words he's giving Jeremiah. He called them what kind of people? Evil people. You don't mess with evil people when you refuse to hear the words that's coming from the spirit to you to tell you something. That makes you an evil person. See? Amen. 
to give them on there, yo. Go to Jeremiah 35. That was a great note taker. I love to hear things. I like to know. See, so if I hear something, they know I didn't know anything said. <laughs> I, ooh, I know. Jeremiah 35, 12, 13, 17, yo. Let's see what we can get out of that. We're going to Jeremiah chapter 35, verse 12, 13, 15 through 17. That's where we're going. And daughter Yahweh, have me um, Numbers chapter 16, daughter Yahweh, 1 through 5. 9 through 16, 19 through 21, 28 down to verse 35, that's God of the Yahweh. Had that waiting on those kids. Now, uh, it wasn't like saying you was around all them 30 pastors, all them big digging terror. But listen, look what he says. Look, he told Jeremiah in the grass in 35th chapter, verse 12, 13, 15, and 17. And what did he say to him? In the book of Jeremiah. Chapter 35, reading 12 to 13, skipping to 15 to 17, says, verse number 12. Then came the word of the Yahweh, saying unto Jeremiah, saying, 13, thus says the Yahweh of hosts, the Yahweh of Israel, go and tell the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, that thou, will ye not receive instructions to hearken to my words? Said the Yahweh, I have sent also unto you all my servants, the seers, rising up early and sending them, saying, Return ye now every man from his evil way, and amend your doings, and go after other Yahwahs to serve them, and ye shall dwell in the land which I have given to you and to your fathers. But ye have not inclined your ear. Verse 17. Make it 17 now. 17. Therefore, thus says the Yahweh of hosts, the Yahweh of Israel, behold, I will bring upon Judah and upon all the inhabitants of Jerusalem all the evil that I have pronounced against them, because I have spoken unto them, but they have not heard, and I have called unto them, but they have not answered. You see that? But how, but how did he speak to them? Through Jeremiah. He got one of the greatest mystery in teaching. How did he spoke to them? Through the seal. That's how he operated. And the seal's job is to get to them elders. And the elders' job is to get to them teachers. And the teachers' job is to get it to the fathers, the mothers. Fathers, mothers, and children. That's the protocol. That's how you get the message passed now. He said, I'm speaking, I'm speaking today. But you're not saying no never mind. Yeah. So there it is. The man's speaking today. I mean, you're speaking right through the field today. But the field job is only supposed to get to the hill. That's it. The hell's going to take from that. That's supposed to go. So what's this loud and protocol we in business? But I mean, no, we're not going to say no never mind. I'm going to tell Jeremiah. No, no problem about it. So, you got a cold statement on that, you behind that? What you going to say behind that, you know? You know, got a cold statement behind that, you Come on. <laughs> well, it would be kind of hard uh, 
to Israel not to have a closing statement behind that after what I had heard and seen last week and today. That you can tell someone that what they think when they have read the Bible, especially someone that is preaching to others. And they will refuse to hear the words that are written right out of the book because they're too much into their own words. And after you show them, they will remind you like a Pharisee. They'll open up not their mouth or turn and walk away. That's my statement. Hallelujah. Well, Hallelujah. Hey, this really ain't no accident. This has already um, been called. Now, daughter of Yahweh, this ain't been called daughter of Yahweh. I mean, it's no accident. See, the whole fear of love take note. I love to hear a conversation going on because the fear automatic, you got to photograph memory and throw it right stuff down. And Yahweh, in that very same hour, will give you scripture to go with it. So it's no accident. But this thing happened a long, long time ago, Dolly Yahweh. Number 16, 1 down to verse 5, Dolly Yahweh. Then skip down to 9 through 16, 19 through 21, and 28 through 35. But let's, let's watch it. This thing unfolds. See, sometimes, you know, we just get, get beside ourselves. Let's see, let's see, can we pull this up? On somebody getting beside themselves in number 16, daughter Yahweh. One down to verse 5, 9 through 16, 19 through 21, and 20 to 35. Hey, daughter Yahweh, the world listens to you. Come on, you on the clock, come on. Numbers chapter 16, verse 1 through 5, 9 through 16, 19 through 21, and 28 through 35. Numbers chapter 16, verse 1 through 5, read, verse 1. Now Korah, the son of Izahar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, and Dathan, and Ibram, Ibram, the sons of Eliab, and On, the son of Peleth, sons of Reuben, took men. Verse 2. And they rose up before Moses with certain of the children of Israel, 250 princes of the, of the assembly, famous in the congregation, men of renown. Verse 3. And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron and said unto them, You take too much upon you. Seeing all the congregation are righteous, every one of them, and the YHWH Yahweh is among them. Wherefore, then, lift ye up yourselves above the, gun, the congregation of the YHWH Yahweh. Verse 4, and when Moses heard it, he fell upon his face. Verse 5. And he spake unto Korah and unto all his company, saying, Even tomorrow the YHWH Yahweh will show who are his and who is righteous. And will cause him to come near unto him 
even him whom he have chosen will he cause to come near unto him. Verse 9 through 16. Numbers chapter Numbers chapter 16, verse 9 through 16. Verse 9. Seeming it but a small thing unto you, that the YHWH Yahweh of Israel have separated you from the congregation of Israel to bring you near to himself to do the service of the tabernacle, the temple, of the YHWH Yahweh, and to stand before the congregation to minister, and he have brought you near to him, and all thy brethren, the sons of Levi, with you, and seek ye the priesthood also. Verse 11. For which cause both thou and all thy company are gathered together against the YHWH Yahweh? And what is Aaron? that you murmur against him. Verse 12. And Moses sent to call Dathan and Ibram, the sons of Eliab, which said, Will we not come up? Verse 13. Is it a small thing that thou hast brought us up out of the land that floweth with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness Except thou make thyself altogether a prince over us. Verse 14. Moreover, thou hast not brought us into a land that floweth with milk and honey, or given us inheritance of fields and vineyards. Would thou put out the eyes of these men? We will not come up. And Moses was very wroth. And said unto the YHWH Yahweh, Respect not their offering. I have not taken one ass from them, neither have I hurt one of them. Verse 16. And Moses said unto Korah, Be thou in all thy company before the YHWH Yahweh, you and they, and Aaron, tomorrow. Verse 19 through 21. And Korah gathered all the congregation against them unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the glory of the YHWH Yahweh appeared unto all the congregation. Verse, and the YHWH Yahweh spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, Verse 21. Separate yourselves from among this congregation, that I may consume them in a moment. Verse 28 through 35. Verse 28. And Moses said, Hereby ye shall know that the YHWH Yahweh have sent me to do all these works. I have not done them of my own mind. Verse 29, if these men die, die, the coming death of all men, or if they be visited after the visitation of all men, then the YHWH Yahweh have not sent me. The YHWH Yahweh make a new thing 
and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up with all the with all that appertain unto them. And they go down quick into the pit. Then you shall understand that these men have provoked the YHWA Yahweh. Verse 31. And it shall come to pass, as he had made an end of speaking all these words, that the ground clave asunder that was under them. Verse 32. And the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up in their houses. And all the men that appertaineth unto Korah and all their goods. Verse 33. They and all that appertain to them went down alive into the pit. And the earth closed upon them. And they perished from among the congregation. Verse 34. And all Israel that were around about them fled at the cry of them. For they said, Leave the earth swallow us up. From the YHWH Yahweh and consume the 250 men that offered incense. That's big talk. I mean, you know, that's big talk with that dog. So you got to be very careful when you all of a sudden run the devil. That's, that's big talk. What do you say again, verse 28, though? Number 6, chapter 16, verse 28. 28 reads, And Moses said, Hereby you shall know that the YHWH Yahweh have sent me to do all these works, for I have not done them of my own mind. Ain't that something? These men, these millions and millions of Israelites, but Yahweh chose one man. He said, Yahweh told me to take care of his business. That's what we're trying to tell the world today. You know it. I love to get out what I got to do, but yeah, but I know I can't get out of it. I looked all over the world to see if, if it was a ministry that can out teach this ministry, I'd be the first one to say, I, I want to get in it. All I want to do is get in the kingdom, but I, I don't see that. Every time I look to see if any ministry can entertain as we do, it always would point right back to us. So what I'm trying to tell you something, I love to get a uh, a pat on back every now and do too. I mean, I hate. I mean, you know, I had a call and told me, you know, see, you know what I like to do to you? What's that? I like to just put your head and and up under my arm and run into a tree. Why do you want to run my head into a tree for? See, this is what you get in this position. It ain't easy at all running your head into the tree. But understand one thing. Now, Paul quoted this, but I ain't through with it yet, dog. I ain't through with 16, 41 through 49. But Paul will show you how this thing, Paul quoted this, but the word Paul going to use is going to reflect back to what he just said in verse 28. Listen what's said in the Acts 735. Hey, dog, Tony Yawkwa, what is it say in 735 of Acts? Listen to the conversation right here. The book of Acts. 
chapter 7, verse 35. Verse 35 reads, This Moses whom they refused, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge? The same did the YHWH Yahweh send to be a ruler and a deliverer by the hand of the ministering spirit, which appeared to him in the bush. Now Paul just pulled that verse. He said, who? He said, you were Paul pulled? He said, now you read what Paul pulled. Who made thee a ruler? A judge. You mean Moses was a ruler? A judge? Yes. See, right? That's how, that's how y'all operate. He picked one, then the one got to go and do something with the one. Let's preach what the one got to do. Now, once the one is picked, what do the one do that we can read? We go to the 11th chapter, verse 16, 24 and 25. So this is what the one do. See, See, what people will say today, well, who make you up? Who make you a seer? You mean you ain't nobody else? I was calling the Bible. No. Can you give me a precept on that? Okay. Uh, daughter, before you need to read, daughter, go to the 715 of 1st Samuel and be coming right back. 715 of Samuel and be coming right back to where we are. Let's take care of WCC. Because they, they are talking about uh, we're going to keep listening and we ain't going to cut you off. We're going to hear some more of this. First uh, Samuel 7, 15, what is that, daughter? Daughter, y'all First chapter 7, verse 15. Verse 15 reads, And Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. And Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. So the still going to judge the 12 tribes of Israel that scattered all the days of his life. As long as you hear the seer, that's the way it is. Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. A judge and a ruler. And and saying that he did in 10-1, what did he do in 10-1 in 1 Samuel? What are you talking about? What did he do in 10-1 that we can read? First Samuel 10-1. What did he do there, daughter? First Samuel chapter 10, verse 1. Then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it upon his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the YHWH Yahweh have anointed you to be captain over his inheritance? So, Samuel job was to be one to anoint this dignitary. And when he anoints you, you're supposed to be a verse 6. Now, after Samuel have anointed you, you're supposed to be a verse 6. What is, what is that in verse 6? 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 6. And the spirit of the YHWH Yahweh will come upon you, and you shall prophesy with them, and shall be turned into another man. So, you see, when you watch a member get upset, get all hot and then we know one thing, the right spirit is not on you. Because once you've been anointed, you're supposed to be unturned to another person. You're supposed to not get aggravated so bad. You're supposed to be able to understand that you're going to be corrected if you're out of order, Dr. Seals, 
job, and the elder's job and teacher's job is to correct you. That's their job to do that. Or do they have the intention? So if you catch somebody all get excited, then you know what I'm saying one thing. You don't understand protocol. You lean on your own understanding. And it's sure when you open your mouth. Now, because the seal got responsibility to do, according to what can read, let's go to First Kings 19, 15 and 16. Watch this. First Kings, chapter 19, 15 and 16. That's how the operate. So you, I watch this, everybody from the 6th and morning camp on the page of the book. All you got to do is open the mouth, and I can tell you what you're on. Why? Because he blessed me to show what they was on to know what you own today. 19, 1 Kings 15 and 16, daughter Yahweh bring it. 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 15 and 16. 16 reads, In the YHWH Yahweh said unto him, Go. Return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when thou comest, anoint Hazael to be king over Syria. Verse 16. And Jehu, the son of Nimshi, shalt thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shepheth, of Abel, Meholah, Shall thou anoint to be seer in thy room? But well, he'll let know that I'm going to replace you because something you did that make me replace you. He's not. I tell you, do Elijah, you go and anoint the king. Take care of the business. But I ain't forgot what you did, and that's why one thing about it. When you in leadership, you can't forget. Yahweh ain't forget you watching. Something he did that made Yahweh say, when you get to anoint all these kings and get them all together, then you are not elicial to take your place. I wonder what he did. I wonder what he did. You know what? In this lesson, I ain't going to tell you what he did. I ain't, I'm just letting it let you let you figure it out. What did he do for Yahweh to save him? Before his time. Something he did, you can read in the 19th chapter in the beginning that he did. Huh? Now let me tell you Don't leave us in suspense. Did he show us that too? All right. All right, uh, let's go back and see what he did. Now, what did he do to make this happen? Let's uh, look at the 19th chapter. Something he did. Let's see what he did to get this to get this on him. Let's go to the 18th chapter there. Um, so, and the 18th chapter, verse 31. Let's find out. Let's find out what did he do. What did he do to cause this right here? Then all of a sudden, he got hot and heavy. Something. Hey, daughter, you got to watch the one to get when it get hot and heavy. See, everybody knows you got your buddies and everybody around it. You can talk a good game, but let's see when you get healed up, how you, when it kicks and get really hot. Let's see what happens to cause him to be that Yahweh say. When you get to put all them kings in place, not another fear to take your place. I wonder why he did that. Let's find out. What did he do? We go on to the 18th chapter and look at verse number 38. I mean, 
And Elijah took 12 stones, according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Israel, unto whom the word of the YHWH Yahweh came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. Yes, that's big talk. That is not written. That's a lesson and lesson of that, but we, but we got to get past that. Get down to verse number 36. Down to verse number 40. So sometimes, you know, um, see, sometimes, you know, you can, you got to be thinking real good. Let's find what's going on in 36 down to verse number 40. What happened? First Kings chapter 18, verse 36 through 40. Verse 36 reads, And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, that Elijah the seer came near and said, YHWH Yahweh, YHWH Yahweh of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art the YHWH Yahweh in Israel, and that I am thy servant, and I, that I have done all these things at thy word. Verse 37, hear me, O YHWH Yahweh, hear me, that this people when they may know that thou art the YHWH Yahweh, and that thou hast turned their back again. Verse 38, then the fire of the YHWH Yahweh fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood, and the stones, and the dust, and licked up the water that was in the trench. Verse 39. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces, and they said, The YHWH Yahweh, he is the YHWH Yahweh. The YHWH Yahweh, he is the YHWH Yahweh. Let, 
Hold on, Dollar. Hold on, Dollar. Let me get in there, Dollar. I got happy now. I got happy. Tonight, you see what's going on. Now, he, um, you know, he's looking at all his life and got happy. Everybody happy. He's looking at now. Elijah said unto them Israelites, the one that said, We know the four little man is the four little man. Everybody got happy. Then he lifted the spirit going to say something to them. All they said, what they said. Now make it plain, y'all. Let the word here real plain. What did he say to them in verse 40? And Elijah said unto them, Take the deacon, or the preacher, of Baal. Yes. Yes. Let not one of them escape. And they took them. And Elijah brought them down to the brook of Kishon and slew them, killed them there. Hey, that's <laughs> <laughs> You see what's going on here? So you see, now, you know, he's doing good. He's looking at every last one of the most wicked teachers and pastors and shepherds and bishops and popes. You take them all down and kill Elijah. Make sure he kill every last one of them. But there's another side to this story now. Now, he done some great killing. Then he turned around and look at that king of the northern king of Israel called Ahaz. Now, he turned around after he killed them, all of them. Uh, his wife overseas. That was his, his wife overseas. She had him put all of them in place. Turned around now and looked directly at the king of the northern kingdom of the ten tribes. Let's see what he say, and let's see what happened from 41 down to verse 46. What happened, daughter? 41 down to verse 46. First Kings chapter 18, verse 41 through 46. Verse 41 reads, And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. Verse 42, So Ahab went up to eat and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, and he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. Verse 43, and said to his servant, go up now, look towards the sea. And he went up and looked and said, there is nothing. And he said, go again, time, that he said, behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea, like a man's hand. And he said, go up, say unto Ahab, prepare thy chariot, and get thee down, that the rain stop you not. Verse 45. And it came to pass in the, the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain. And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. Verse 46. 
in the hand of the YHWH Yahweh was on Elijah. And he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. So, so, so the spirit put on a, he put on a, he put on a, he put on a, put on a, a fantastic show. He put on a great big old show. Now, think of, daughter, read what he did again. Um, what did he do in verse number um, 45? First Kings chapter 18, verse 44. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea, like a man's hand. And he said, Go up, say unto Ahab, Prepare thy chariot. And get thee down, that the rain stop thee not. 43. Verse 43. And said to his servant, go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, there is nothing. And he said, go again seven times. Mm-hmm. That was kind of complete. Verse 42. We're gonna back, I'm going to back up and get all the, like I say, get all the, you know how we stop it so much, we're going to stop it up real good. Now, 42. Verse 42. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. And he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. Okay. He said that by the night. So. The people that the people don't got they 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 don't got they don't got happy because they don't they don't seem to see or do all the stuff all the stuff they they don't got really happy everybody happy now but there's no side to this thing no side to this thing now um daughter Sarah hey Sarah who's Sarah there's no side to this thing now 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 he has he got all in it real good. Everybody got help with Sister Sarah. And uh, everybody got help. But now let's pick it up at uh, 19, verse 1, and let's see what else happened after all the excitement started to evaporate. Let's, let's pick it up at verse 19, 1, Sister Sarah. Um, what you're saying is, you're saying that, WCC, we got to mute somebody behind that. Oh, uh, uh, okay. You're going to mix this with Sarah, huh? All right. Well, it's your radio station. So, um, Elder Yadda, Elder Yadda, you want to get a little bit more of this story, yo? That's why I said we got to get all radio stations. They, you know, those that want to come to this ministry, be welcome to do that. Hey, I'll talk. Even when you been in that, you know, we need we need our own. So ladies, you want you you can wake up and smell it at the time to get your own. All right, you know, y'all got Israel. Think of that nineteen and three a little bit and find out after all the excitement started kinda of narrowing down a little bit else. In the nineteenth chapter, you know, y'all got Israel. What's going on that we can read in the nineteenth chapter? Let's read a little bit. Let's find out what's going on. Nineteen. 
The book of First Kings, chapter 19, verse number 1 reads, And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah the seer had done, and with all how he had slain all the seers with the sword. Verse number 2. The Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the Yaquas do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them. By tomorrow, about this time. Hold that farmer there. Hold that farmer there. Well, no, he ain't he, he, he speaking on sales. He, he told them bishops. He's he showing them teachers. All oh, that false stuff that was going on, that's what he was delivering on. I was the only seer of ours at that time. What he got, he just got them doing. All the big dignitaries did the bad. And look who broke out around the tail was Jezebel, Ahab, king of Israel. He comes blind to tell his wife. You know what those old did? He don't kill all your preachers, all of your popes, all of your pastors. He don't kill them all. Mm-hmm. So Jezebel listened to that conversation. And what did she say after she heard all that good stuff in verse 2? What did she say in verse 2? The book of First Kings 19, verse 2. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the Yaquah do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. About this and three. Verse number three. When he saw that he arose and went for his life, and came to Beersheba, which belonged to Yaqdah, and left his servants there. Verse number four. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a Jupiter tree. And he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough. Now, O Yaquah, take away my life, for I am better than my for I am not better than my father's. Verse number five. Mm-hmm. As he lay and slept under a Jupiter tree. Behold, then a minister spirit touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. Verse number six. And he looked, and behold, there was a cake baking on the coals and a curse of water at his head. He did eat and drink and laid him down again. Verse number seven. The minister spirit Yaqua came again the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for thee. Verse number eight. And he arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of that meat forty days and forty nights until the mount called Horeb of Yaqua. Verse number nine. And he, and he came thither unto a cave and lodged there. Behold, the word of Yaqua came to him, and he said unto him, What doest thou here, Elijah the seer? Verse number ten. And he said, I have been very jealous for Yaquah of hosts. For the children of Israel have forsaken the covenant, thrown down their altars, and slain thy seers with the sword. And I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. Verse number 11. And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before Yaquah. And behold, Yaquah passed by in a great and strong wind rent the mountain and break it in pieces. 
rocks before Yahqua. But Yahqua was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But Yahqua was not in the earthquake. Verse number 12. And after the earthquake, a fire. But Yahqua was not in the fire. And after the fire, a small voice. Verse number 13. And it was so. When Elijah the seer heard it, that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, What doest thou here, Elijah? Verse number 14. And he said, I have been very jealous for Yahweh's hosts, because the family of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thy seers with the sword. And I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. Verse 15. And Yahweh said unto him, Go. Seventeen reads. Book of Second Kings six, verse number fourteen. 
that were sent east thither horses and chariots and a great host that came by night and could pass the city about. Verse 15. When the servant of the man of Yaquah was risen up, risen early, and gone forth, the whole host compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. The servant said unto him, Allah, my master, how shall we do? Verse 16. And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Verse 17. And Elisha the seal prayed and said, Yaquah, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And Yahweh opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha the seer. Hey, Now, 
Now watch this small kid boy tell him to do his last act. What he tell him to do in 15 and 16 now, back to the 19th chapter. So Yahweh showed his power. That's why I understand what I'm saying. We teach the word of Yahweh. We don't worry about who on our left, who on our right, who on our front and our back. Because Yahweh got an angel of a techno field rest of the day to get this message to you. I know you're not paying no never mind. That's on you. So, so now, he showed his power to him. Then he told me, you got one more job to do. Let's see what he said in verse 15, 16, 19 chapter. Now, Yahweh showed his power in a small, still boy. So look here. Go take care of your last business. And what was that? Verse 15, 16, 19 chapter. The book of 1 Kings chapter 19. Verse 15 and 16 reads, Book of 1 Kings 19, verse 15. Yahweh said to them, Go return unto thy way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when thou comest, anoint Haziel to be king over Syria. Verse 16. And Jehu, the son of Nimshi, shall thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Safa, of Abel, Mahalah, Mahalah, shall thou anoint to be seer in thy room. There you see He knows if there's two seers around, something ain't right. So he knows it's time for him to get out of the way. See, this thing's going to be turned up high and high and high. So now, now I can look at these verses of Daughter Yahweh. Well, now I can look at these verses. I can, now I can look at what he said. Now you can bring that 11 chapter, Daughter Yahweh. Well, now I need that 11 chapter, 16, 17, 24, 25. Now, back, back up it because Moses is going to get kind of fragile a little bit. Now, back up a little bit to around about verse 12. Back up to about 12 and take it out of verse 17. See, you always go, that's why you got to make sure you in the right company. Because when things is not in your favor, the body has already answered prior to that. So the people of verse 12 in the 11th chapter, daughter Yahweh, 12 down to verse 17 and 24 and 25. Listen to this conversation going on. Well, because Moses in the book of Numbers, you remember you wrote Numbers down? Remember you wrote it down, daughter? Yeah, you wrote it down. Wrote down Numbers chapter eleven, verse twelve through seventeen, and twenty-four and twenty-five. Oh, yeah. Now you back the clock, yeah, though. Numbers chapter eleven, verse twelve out of verse seventeen. Let's get down twenty-four, twenty-five. What does it say, though? Okay. Numbers chapter eleven, verse twelve through seventeen, and twenty-four and twenty-five. Verse twelve. Mm-hmm. Have I conceived all these people? Have I begotten them that thou shouldest say unto me, Carry them in thy bosom, as a nursing father beareth the sucking child, unto the land which thou swearest unto their father? Verse 13. Whence should I have flesh to give unto all these people? For they weep unto me, saying, Give us flesh that we may eat. Verse 14, I am not able to bear all these people alone because it is too heavy for me. Verse 15, And if thou deal thus with me, kill me, I pray thee, 
out of hand, if I have found favor in thy sight, and let me not see my wretchedness. Verse 16. And the YHWH Yahweh said unto Moses, Gather unto me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people, and the officers over them, and bring them unto the tabernacle, the temple of the congregation, that they may stand there with you. Verse 17, and I will come down and talk with you there, and I will take up the spirit which is upon you and put it upon them, and they shall bear the burden of the people with you, that you bear it not yourself alone. Verse 24 and 25. Verse 24, and Moses went out and told the people the words of the YHWH Yahweh and gathered the 70 men of the elders of the people and set them round about the tabernacle, the temple. Verse 25, and the YHWH Yahweh came down in the cloud and spake unto him and took up the spirit that was upon him and gave it unto the 70 elders. And it came to pass that when the Spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not cease. Yeah. So when Moses tells, you know, put on tape, this is, this is their job they had to make. He's going to up and Moses, I, I like the idea. You try to figure out everything on your own. And um, you didn't, now give me a precept in Proverbs. He didn't do the Proverbs 3, 5 down to verse 10. He didn't do that, uh, daughter of Yahweh. See, one thing about when you get in a tight, don't do the Proverbs 3. Huh? Don't do that. You already got it written how you, how you, you, into, how you got into something, how to get out of it. But you got to know something that's written in the Bible when, when the empty picture got you. Proverbs 3, 5 out of verse 10. What does it say, daughter? The book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verse 5 through 10. Verse 5 reads, Trust in the YHWH, Yahweh, with all thy mind, and lean not unto thine own understanding. Verse 6, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the YHWH Yahweh and depart from evil. Verse 8. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Verse 9. Honor the YHWH Yahweh with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thine increase. Verse 10, so shall thy barns be filled with plenty, shall burst out with new wine. Hmm. So you, you hear the man saying, you don't need on your own understanding, just look into the Bible, say, and that case, you get a precept on that, though. Go to the route 7. 31 through 36. You get a preach up on that, daughter. He tell you what to do. You uh, take care of the beast. He tell you what to do. You ain't got to be in the right ministry 
and, and once you speak out, they're going to go in the book and tell you what to do. Sirach 7, 31 through 36, what do you say, though? The Rock chapter 7. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of the verse 31 down to verse 36. Let's talk about okay. what, you, what you do. The Rock chapter 7, verse 31 through 36. Verse 31 reads, Fear the YHWH Yahweh and honor the priest and give him his portion as it is commanded thee, and the gift of the shoulders, and the sacrifice of sanctification, and the first fruits of the righteous things. Verse 32. And stretch thy hand unto the poor, that thy blessing may be perfected. Verse 33. A gift have grace in the sight of every man living. And for the dead detained not, foes fail not to be with them that weep and mourn with them that mourn. Verse 35, be not slow to visit the sick, for that shall make you to be beloved. Verse 36, whatsoever thou takest in hand, remember the end, and you shall never do amiss. Mm-hmm. So he tells you all the good stuff to do once you feel that you, um, you know, you're in a little independent thing. He tells you exactly how to calm down and do all the right things. But he tell you, never forget what he just got through reading in Sarat. So he pulled that from Proverbs. He doesn't never forget these things. See, if you never forget these things, you'll be all right. And that's a good thing. All right, good. So now, let's go to 1 Corinthians 12. 18 down to 28, dog. Let's see what it says in 1 Corinthians. Now, Paul, he put on all these things to make a statement. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 18 down to verse 28. What do you say there, daughter? Hey, daughter, Yahweh, what do you say in 1 Corinthians 12, 18 to 28? Come on. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 18 through 28. Verse 18 reads. But now have YHWH Yahweh set the members, every one of them in the body, as it have pleased him. Verse 19. And if they were all one member, where were the body? Verse 20. But now are they many members, but yet but one body. 21. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the hand to the feet, I have no need of you. Verse 22, no, much more those members of the body, 
which seem to be more feeble are necessary. Verse 23, in those members of the body, which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor. And our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. Verse 24, for our comely parts have no need, but the YHWH Yahweh have tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacketh. Verse 25, that there should be no schisms in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. Verse 26, and whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Verse 27, now are the bodies of YHWH Yahweh, the son of YHWH, the father, and members in particular. Verse 28, and YHWH Yahweh have set some in the congregation, first apostles, Secondly, second, secondary, seers, thirdly, teachers, after that, miracles, then gifts of healing, help, government, and diversities of tongues. Mm-hmm. Read verse 18 again, Verse 18, 1 Corinthians, chapter 12, verse 18. But now have YHWH Yahweh set members, every one of them, in the body, as it hath pleased him. Yahweh, he knows, that's why he told the old Moses to look out and see, well, that you know that's going to be about this business. Look out there and see Moses. See, you know, come down, take the same fit on you, Moses, put on it. And uh, that's how they gonna roll, Moses. So in Sirach 10, verse 12, daughter, uh, you might want to be this a little bit more. Sirach 10, verse 12 says what? Sirach 12 reads, The beginning of pride is when one departed from the YHWH Yahweh. And his mind is turned away from his maker. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's, that's, that's beginning of pride. So when you, when, you see that, when you see that pride jump up and when you hear all that murmuring, backbiting, complaining, that's that pride. Then you know that then up. Mm-hmm. That person turned away from Yahweh. Sirach 12, 3 down to verse 7. Sirach 12, 3. See, you watch everybody from the pages of the book. That's why you got to make sure. You understand how to watch everybody from the tone of the conversation. But be a, while they're talking, be looking around and look at them. Mm-hmm. I see what's on you. 
Sirach 12, 3 down to verse 7, what it said, though? The Rock chapter 12. There can no good good come to him that is always occupied in evil, nor to him that giveth no alms. Verse 3. I mean, verse 4. Give to the righteous man and help not a sinner. Verse 5, do well unto him that is lowly, but give not to the unrighteous. Hold back thy bread, and give it not unto him, lest he overmaster you thereby. For else you shall receive twice as much evil for all the good you shall have done unto him. Verse 6, for the Most High hateth sinners, and will repay vengeance unto the unrighteous, and keepeth them against the mighty day of their punishment. Verse 7, give unto the good, and help not the sinner. Hmm. So you see what he's saying? He's telling you what not to do. But you do it anyway. He tell you what not to do. And remember, the angels are always teaching. The Rock 17.22, what it said, um, The Rock 17.22. Okay. The Rock chapter 17, verse 22 reads, The arms of the man is as a signet with him. And he will keep the good deeds of man as the apple of the eye and give repentance to his sons and daughters. Mm-hmm. So you got opportunity. And arms means uh, once you apply the Bible, you said don't put a yo-yo on your pocket string, you know, your purse and your wallet. Don't have a yo-yo on it. Don't have nothing tied to it where it can't get your way forward to get you. Throw up, chapter 18. 19 out of verse 22. Sirach 18, 19 and 22, what it says, though. Sirach chapter 18, verse 19 through 22. And it reads, Learn before you speak, and use physics, or ever thou be sick. Verse 20. Before judgment, examine yourself. And in the day of visitation, you shall find mercy. 21. Humble yourself before you be sick. And in the time of sin, show repentance. Verse 22. Let nothing hinder you to pay your vows in due time. And defer not until death to be justified. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Give me a Tobit chapter 4, 7 on the verse 12. And, and, and Elder, I'm going to meet you over there, Elder Yaddai Israel, in Ezekiel 3, 17 on verse 21, there, Elder Yaddai Israel. Have me Ezekiel 3, 17 and 21 waiting on me. What is it saying? Tobit chapter 4, 7 through 11, there, daughter. Verse 7 through 11. Verse 7 reads, Give alms of thy substance. 
And when thou givest alms, let, let not thine eye be envious. Neither turn thy face from any poor. And the face of YHWH Yahweh shall not be turned away from you. Verse 8. If you have abundance, give alms accordingly. If you have but a little, be not afraid to give according to that little. Verse 9. For you layest up a good treasure for yourself against the day of necessity. Verse 10, because that arms do deliver from death and suffer not to come into darkness. Verse 11, for arms is a good gift unto all that give in the sight of the Most High. Pharisee and the other a publican. 
verse 12, tithes of all that I possess. Mm-hmm. 26 down to verse, verse 30. 26, 26. Verse, 26, verse 26 through 30. Luke chapter 18, verse 26 through 30. And they that heard it said, who then can be saved? Verse 27, and he said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with YHWH Yahweh. Verse 28, then Peter said, lo, we have left all and followed you. Verse 29, and he said unto them, truly I say unto you, there is no man that have left house or parents, or brethren, or wife, or children, for the kingdom of YHWH is Yahweh's sake. Verse 30, who shall not receive manifold more in this present time and in the world to come, life everlasting? So you see the man saying, so it's up to you. Take your time and keep this in mind what this man's going to tell you. You got to make sure you make a Bible decision on whatever comes before you. If it, if you lean on your understanding, you lose. If you make a Bible decision, you won't lose. Hey, yo, let's make a little detour on that. Elder. I heard somebody ask that there. And in the book, hey, Yahweh Israel, in the 14th chapter of the book Ezekiel, 14 down to verse 20. Can you help see out in 14 down to verse 20? We'll get a preach up on that. Ezekiel chapter 14, verse 14 down to verse 20. Elder Yahweh Israel, what's that say? The book of Ezekiel chapter 14. Verse number 14 to 20 read. Book of Ezekiel chapter 14. Verse number 14 read. So these three men, Dua, Daniel, and Job, were in it. They should deliver but their own self. By their righteousness, they have Yahqua. Verse 15. If I cause none some beasts to pass through the land, they spoil it so that they be desolate, that no man may pass through because of the beast. Verse number 16. So these three men were in it. As I live, save Yahqua. They shall deliver neither son nor daughter. They only shall deliver, but they only shall be delivered. But the land shall be desolate. Verse 17. For if I bring a sword upon that land, and say, sword, walk through the land, so I cut off men and beast from it. Verse 18. Though these three men were in it, as I live, said Yahweh, they shall deliver neither son nor daughter, but they only shall be delivered themselves. Verse 19. For if I send a pestilence into that land and pour out my fury upon it in blood, to cut off from it man and beast. Verse 20. So Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it. As I live, says Yahweh, they shall deliver neither son nor daughter. They shall deliver their own self by their righteousness. Hmm. He said, regardless of uh, whatever you team up with, what you get going on, you look here. You only can deliver yourself. And only way you deliver yourself by you keeping the law of and come out. You can't keep it for nobody else. Now, Ezra pulled that from Ezekiel, 
Because Ezra came years later after this, he pulled that verse. He tell you something. To get what you got to get to, you got to know one thing. I don't care if mama, daddy, sister, brother, whatever it is. You only can say it yourself. So you're going to be judged on yourself. What did you do? Second Ezra, chapter 7, 1 through 15, Elder. Let's see what we can get out of this. Let's see if we can get a precept out of that. Second Ezra, chapter 7, 1 through 15. Listen to it. Because a lot of people think, you know, uh, baby, what you going to do? Oh, uh, I don't know what you going to do. It's regardless of what baby going to do. You got to take, you got to take anything yourself. Because Yahweh going to call you to the table yourself. And everybody that's on your left and to the right, they got their time too. Second Ezra 7, 1 through 15. Elder Yahweh, Israel, come on. The book of Second Ezra chapter 7, verse number 1 through 15 reads, Book of Second Ezra 7, verse number 1. When I had made an end of speaking these words, there was sent unto me a minister spirit, which had been sent unto me the night of four. Verse number 2. And he said unto me, Up, oh, Ezra, and hear the words that I am come to tell thee. Verse number 3. And I said, Speak on, my Yahweh. Then said he unto me, The sea is set in a wide place. That it might be deep and great. Verse number four. But put to chance, the entrance were narrow and like a river. Verse number five. Who then could go into the sea to look upon it, to rule it, if he went not through the narrow? How could he come into the broad? Verse number six. There's also another thing. A city is built and set upon a broad field. And it's full of all good things. Verse number seven. The entrance thereof is narrow and is set in a dangerous place to fall, like as if there were fire on the right hand and on the left a deep water. Verse number eight. And one only path between them both, even between the fire and the water, so so small that there could but one man go there at once. Verse number nine, if this city now were given unto a man for an inheritance, if he never shall pass the dangers set before it, how shall he receive this inheritance? Verse number 10, I said, it is so, Yahweh. Then said he unto me, even so also is Israel portion. Verse number 11, because of their sake I have made the world. And when Adam transgressed my statue, then it was decreed that now is done. Verse 12, then were the entrance of this world made narrow, full of sorrow and travail. They are but few and evil, full of pearls and very painful. Verse 13, for the entrance of the elder world were wide and sure and brought immortal fruit. Verse verse 14, if then they that live labor not to enter these straight and vain things, they can never receive those that are laid up for them. Verse 15. Now therefore, what disquieted thou thyself, seeing thou art but a corruptible man? Why art thou moved, where thou art but mortal? Hmm. Uh, I'll read verse 2, 11, and 14 again, Elder. 2, 11, and 14. What does 2, 11, and 14 say again? Book of Second Ezra, chapter two, verse number eleven and verse fourteen reads: 
Second Ezra chapter 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 seven, verse two, eleven and fourteen. Mm-hmm. The, book Ezra, chapter, the book of Second Ezra chapter chapter seven, verse two, verse eleven, and verse fourteen reads. Second Ezra seven, verse two. And he said unto me, Up Ezra, and hear the words that I am come to tell thee. Verse number eleven. Because for their sake I made the world, and when Adam transgressed my statutes, here was the decree that now is done. Verse 15. Therefore, why disquiet thou thyself, seeing thou art but a corruptible man? And why art thou moved, where thou art but mortal? You see, man, you look here. He said, now, ever, you know, you, you tell him. You're on the clock to tell him. So he, so he came in the body, in the 10th chapter of Matthew, 34 down to 48, he came in the body. He wasn't doomed. So he came in the body to um, remind you of a few things. And Matthew 10, 34 down to verse 48. What is that, Elder? Y'all Israel. Matthew 10, 34 to 48. What does it say? The book of Matthew, chapter 10, verse number 34 through 48 reads. Book of Matthew, chapter 10, verse number 34 reads. Matthew 10, verse 34. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. Verse 35. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Verse 36. And a man's foe shall be they of his own household. Verse 37, he that loveth father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. He that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Verse 38, he that taketh not his covenant, falleth up to me, is not worthy of me. Verse 39, he that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. Verse 40. He that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. Verse 41. He that receiveth a seer, in the name of a seer, shall receive a seer's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man, in the name of a righteous man, shall receive a righteous man reward. Verse 42, And whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water, only in the name of a disciple, truly I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. Real number 48. That's that 48 chapter. Verse 42, that's that's the end of it. That's the end of it, part two? Yes, sir. All right. Well, 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 give me that Luke chapter 11, verse 27 and 28. And daughter, I forgot about that number. I've had that number 16, 41 through 49. Wait a minute, daughter. That um, number 41 through 49, I ain't forgot about it. But now, now that was a lot of good trouble going on. But let's see. Then, then here come a, a woman was... Uh, in the company 
of that this conversation. And let's see what she says behind all that talk. Um, and let's see what Yaqua responds to her behind that kind of stuff there. Hey, Odo. Let's see what happened in Luke chapter 11, verse 27 and 28. What happened? Book of Luke 11, 27 and 28 reads. The book of Luke chapter 11, verse 27 reads. And it came to pass, as he spake these words, a certain woman of the company lifted up her voice and said unto him, Blessed the womb that bear thee, and the paths which thou hast sucked. Verse 28. But he said, Yea, rather, blessed they that hear the word of Yahweh. And keep it. That's it. Isn't that me saying blessed is the one he, you know you you hear his word, but not only hear it, you gotta keep his word. Yeah, that was he saying. That was a blessing coming. When you hear his word, you got to pound on his word and you gotta keep his word. Now WCC saying, um, I don't know what he's saying, uh, I think he's saying. Uh so that, I I think that you gonna be nuked out of his broadcast behind that. Let's find out. Hey, go to Yahqua. You got my uh, numbers 11, verse 41 to 49. You can't respond to me one thing. It's WCC saying, you know, we don't heard say about number, You say numbers what again, chapter 11, verse 41 to 49. Yes, ma'am. All right, come on. Yeah, come on. WCC saying they about ready Cut your herd enough, so I don't know. You'll you, you start winding down in a second. I'm getting two more minutes. Let's get that normal chapter uh, 16, 41 through 49, though. Mm-hmm. Number chapter 16. Yeah. Oh, oh. Now, remember, remember the third line was set up. You know, they told they told Moses, you can't too much of yourself, Moses. Yahweh speaking to us, too. And Yahweh heard that. He got busy on them. Let's see the outcome of that in uh, six in number sixteen forty one to forty nine. What's the outcome of that, uh, daughter? Come up. Numbers chapter sixteen, verse forty one through forty nine. Verse forty one. But on the morrow, all the congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron, saying, "You have killed the people of the YHWH Yahweh." Verse 42, and it came to pass, when the congregation was gathered against Moses and against Aaron, that they looked towards the tabernacle of the congregation, and behold, the cloud covered it, and the glory of the YHWH Yahweh appeared. Verse 43, and Moses and Aaron came before the tabernacle of the congregation, Verse 44, in the YHWH, Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse 45, get you up from among this congregation, that I may consume them as in a moment, and they fell upon their faces. Verse 46, and Moses said unto Aaron, take a censer and put fire therein from off the altar. And put on incense and go quickly unto the congregation and make an atonement for them. For there is wrath gone out from the YHWH while the plague is begun. 
Verse 47. And Aaron took as Moses commanded and ran into the midst of the congregation. And behold, the plague was begun among the people. And he put on incense and made an atonement for the people. Verse 48. And he stood between the dead and the living. And the plague was stayed. 49. Now they that died in the plague were 14,700, besides them that died about the matter of Korah. Mm-hmm. So you see what Korah did? He, he, had, him, he had him told him, you know, Moses uh, take too much of himself. You know, we we got this word. We've been loaned up just like you have. You have 14,000 people lost their life by going against anointed believership. 14,000 people. You know what? Yeah, um, you know what land this happened at? Because you know they got grave sites right now in these lands right now that this happened at. And guess what? They dig them graves up, but they don't look like the ones over there in this land called Israel today. All these people they be digging up, that's why they just they don't talk about it. Dark skin with woolly hair. Skin with woolly hair in here. <laughs> All this stuff that happened on this on this mass killing them. That remember when Moses came down in thirty seven chapter thirty seven chapter of the book of Exodus, and Moses asked who on his side when Moses over there and was messing around the Midianites in um and and that book twenty five number all them grave sites they have discovered them the places now when they dig the graves up the people don't look like the ones they talk about. They look like African-American Negro with woolly, wide nose. So that's to tell you something. Hey, our daughter, uh, let's get one more in, daughter, and the closing statement, that excellent on your part. Let's go to Numbers chapter 12, verse 2 through 10, and the closing statement, daughter. Numbers 